Welcome to the fifth episode of The Stand. Today, we have a longer interview than uh, the previous ones. We have Trevor Tuthill. He's out in Los Angeles County, California. Uh, we talk about him becoming a firefighter out there, the wildfires that he didn't get to fight, but that he saw and what that was like. Uh, was actually pretty interesting. So that'd be cool. Um, hope you guys are all doing well. I hope uh, Corona hasn't affected you in any way other than boredom. Uh, I was doing all right now, going a little crazy, but hey, making it through, making do. Uh, stay inside, wash your hands, you know, practice good hygiene. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah. I hope you guys are doing well, and uh, I'm just going to throw it over to the interview because it's already uh, pretty long, so don't want to take up any more of your time. Thursday was the best, though. I mean, I, for you listeners who don't know what we're talking about, uh, me and Trevor are both lifeguards in Seattle City, and uh, the beaches are kind of split up in zones in case of emergencies. Uh, we'll talk more about emergencies later. I'm just going to try and catch up with Trevor and see what he's up to. So uh, <clears throat> Trevor went to uh, St. Joe's. I actually yes, visited sir. him in high school, and uh, that was that was a fun weekend. Oh, dude, you came the best weekend possible. We did the the Thanksgiving party, and uh, we would charge people five dollars to get in, and we would take that money to pay for our bills. <laughs> and that night, we made seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> what the hell? And I just remember it being three a.m. and the whole basement still filled with people, the whole living room was still filled with people, it was nuts, dude, it was nuts, those two years having that house was unreal, unreal, yeah, I mean, I go to a college where bars are the thing, like house parties yeah. are really just pre-games for the bars, yeah, yeah, you kind of miss That's out the on thing. that, St. Joe's was such a, such a small party school, I remember being uh, a freshman, and you would roll up to like a house, people were having parties, and you roll, go up to the door, and they're like, oh, well, we're not letting people in. You look inside, there's like 15 people there. It was like, it was a weird thing. And then everyone just go to the bars afterward, and then we're just like, nah, screw that. We're going to change the whole dynamic. And it got aggressive real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we legit broke the foundation of our floor. Like for a little bit our senior year, the main support beam in our living room was in half, and we couldn't walk into uh, the living room. So we would go inside our house, go up the stairs, and then down the back stairs to get to the kitchen because we couldn't walk through the living room because it would break. It would go and it would go. It would split in half if we walked through it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that that was a fun weekend, especially being in high school and just like I don't know, just going to a different college each weekend. Yeah, you got after it that weekend though too. I remember that. Oh. I remember you kids getting after it. Oh yeah. Yeah, where's Aiden at? Oh, like, he's hooking up some other chick. Dude, who was just hooking up with the chick for, like, 45 minutes ago? I remember so, uh, someone threw me off, like, your coffee table. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, and then, like, I shoved her. I, like, pulled her off and stood back up. I was like, let's go. I was out of time. We broke everything in that house. Like, it was, it was, there was, it was jungle rules, man. It was jungle rules. Oh, And so- that's, uh, that's one thing I, I like to say. It's like, our house is so disgusting in college that this coronavirus has no we're, – we're immune to it now after we're living in that house for two years. I'm immune to it. I take, I'll take on anything. Oh, that sounds like my house now. We Exactly, dude. 
that's another thing. I think we're living such a strange time right now, bro. This whole Corona bullshit, like fucking in LA County right now, you can't surf in LA County, but you drive 30 minutes North of Ventura and it's like a whole different world. Everyone's out and about shooting shit. So it's like, I feel like half the people like don't give a fuck. And then the other half of the people like are actually like scared shitless. It's like really weird. Oh yeah. I, yeah. It's the same shit with, uh, here, I went down to Hilton Head, uh, not this week, but last week, and everybody's out and about. Everybody's walking around. Like, yeah, dude, it's fucking weird. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. This whole shit is crazy. Dude, it's funny. Everyone's getting after here at UCLA, though. Like, the track is closed. Like, all the workout facilities are closed, and, like, people are hopping fences to get after it, like, run the track and shit. I'm like, this is, this is what it's all about right here, dude. It's like the third zone, like... When shit hits the fan, bam, we're ready to attack. <laughs> I worked out more since Corona has started than I have, I think, yeah, since summer. Yeah, It's the only thing I can do now, dude. I just go for runs. I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I just, I go outside and just run. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like, it sucks. I, I did a wee golf workout the other day. It's like, all right, if you land on the green, that's five <laughs> squats. If you land on the rough, that's five burpees. Like, fairways, <laughs> five sit-ups. Shit, man, I can't even do that here, dude. I, I don't have a TV here, bro. I'm legit feeding my daughter at this point. Like, I can't afford anything except for food and rent. <laughs> thank it's, the, it's the grind, dude. It's the grind. Thank God the meal plan's still open because my uh, tax return came at just the right time. It's going only to boost. And, like, I got nothing yeah. else to do. I'm not paying for yeah, movies. Dude. I'm not doing anything else. It's just for booze and... <laughs> It's just the, the, the necessities, the booze, the necessities. I love it. Yeah. That's that's, that's funny because all, all the the weed stores out here are still open because they're essential. Really? Oh, I guess yeah, medical. You can still go to a dispensary. They're essential. Yeah. Have you been funny. to one of those yet? Uh, no, I, I can't. I can't do that here. Oh, EMT. No, because uh, so weed's legal in California, like everyone knows, but for uh for fire department, it's still illegal. Okay, how's that? How's that test been uh, going? Like, dude, tell, it's been tell a, me it's more been about a, it. It's been a wicked grind. So, like, um, it's weird because, like, in New Jersey, becoming a, a paid firefighter is like one of the hardest jobs to get because so there's a lot of apartments out there, but like ninety five percent of them are volunteer. But you come out here, it's like the mecca, the hot hotbed of fucking uh, fire departments. So. Um, like, every department's different, so I just apply to all the departments that I qualify for. So, right now, I'm in the process with uh, San Francisco, San Diego, L.A. City, Long Beach, and uh, Orange County. So, what and tests have you done so far? Those five. So, I just um, I just took the written test for San Francisco. I just took the written test for L.A. City and San Diego. And, uh, Stay the Orange fuck County. out, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> So yeah, no. I took the test for uh, took the test for those four departments like last month, and I heard back from Orange County that I actually passed. And then the next step was a, a physical test, and then once you pass the physical test, you're on to uh, interviews. So I was pretty stoked on that, and then this whole Corona bullshit happened, and everything just got postponed and paused. So yeah, so so like everything, I was so close, and it just all paused on me. Wait, so I kind of got distracted. Did you say you did the physical test for him? No, the next step was a physical test, and then after that, it was interview. Oh, and okay. 
I had a physical test lined up for uh, March 28th, and then the coronavirus hit, and they just canceled everything. Oh, God, this coronavirus bullshit is killing it's everyone. And then um, uh, I was going to do a thing this summer with LAFD. I was going to do a wildland firefighting. I'm still probably going to do it once all this thing blows over and everything moves back up again. But uh, they had a physical test. It was supposed to be for March 1st, and that got postponed as well. So Wait, so when the fires were happening, were you just like, just fucking hire us. Just like, let's yeah, fucking go. Dude, it's crazy out here. It's so crazy. Like, I remember going to EMT class and everyone's like, whoa, dude, you're from New Jersey, bro. Like, have you ever, like, lived out here? Like, have you ever visited? I'm like, well, like, for two weeks in the winter one time, like, that's it. And they're like, oh, dude, you haven't experienced fire season yet. I was like, dude, what the hell is fire season? So they're like, they're like, dude, we have summer, fire season, and then winter. That's it. That's the seasons out here. And uh, I remember... Uh, in early October, the Malibu fires happened, and then the Getty fire happened. The Getty fire was real gnarly because it was right down the street from me. And I remember waking up and just seeing smoke and helicopters flying all over the place. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I climbed to the roof, and I just see, like, you can see the flames coming over the hill, dude. It was, it was gnarly. It was real gnarly. And everyone out here just, like, act like it was just normal. Like, people were like, oh, yeah, it's just another fucking fire, bro. It's like, no big deal. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but dude, hopefully that's me soon. Though, like, uh, like I said, I try to. I'm trying to do the wildland firefighter with uh, LAFD, and that's a, a Type Two hand crew. So, like, it's just you and forty other dudes, like, fighting fire with hand tools, digging fire line all day, dude. Oh, that sounds sick. I did a project on that in high school, being a hot shot. Yeah, dude, that's what, that's what I want to do. I want to take that experience, bring it over to Cal Fire, and then maybe, maybe become a hot shot one day if. Uh, while I wait for like a municipal job to open up or something, or like do like a smoke chopper job, that'd be badass too. Dude, you 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 drop that line at any bar, panty dropper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm Mr. February in uh, in the calendar, bro. Like, look me up. <laughs> wait, so I saw your Snapchat the other day as an EMT. Oh wait, no, wait, is it EMT or the restaurant where you're just dropping off food to rich people? Oh yeah, so um. For everyone that doesn't know, I kind of dropped everything in my life in New Jersey and came out to California to uh, become a firefighter. Like, no job lined up, no nothing, except for I have to live in L.A. for 12 months, and I'm going to EMT school. That's all I had. And so once I got done EMT school, I was like, all right, if I don't find a job in, like, two weeks, I'm fucked because I cannot pay for rent next month. Like, I need to find a job real quick. And fortunately enough for me... I got an email saying, you've been invited by Indeed to uh, apply to this job in Santa Monica. And that happened to be this restaurant job. And I just took that and been rolling with that ever since. So my whole game plan was uh, work there, do all my firefighter tests, and then finally work as an EMT because I had no idea how to like even commute around here. I don't have a car or anything. I'm not going to bike 12 miles to go to fucking my EMT job. So I had to figure out how to use public transportation. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I've been working at this restaurant in Santa Monica, which is pretty dope. Um, apparently, it's like the best cheeseburger restaurant in all of California, which has been pretty wicked. Um, I've actually met a few famous people along the way. I uh, I served Conan O'Brien, Luke Wilson, and Owen Wilson. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Remember how everyone's like, dude, you look like Owen Wilson, bro? Like, I met Owen Wilson. I met my dad at uh, Santa Monica. <laughs> that is dope. Wait, so when yeah, you first... The one day, the- the one day I was off, I uh, I missed out on Adam Sandler. Oh, 
That sucks. That's the second time I missed out on Adam Sandler, the second time. The first time uh, when I was in EMT class, we would have a break between 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock. And my boy that I met there, we would always go out and, like, get food or, like, shoot the shit, go outside and, like, actually get out of the classroom for an hour. And the one day I decided not to go, he comes back fucking stoked as hell. He's like, bro, guess what I ran into on the street? And I'm like, who? Who could you have possibly ran into? And he shows me a picture of him and Adam Sandler, and I was fucking like, damn it, dude. I missed out on the best golfer in, like, alt history. Oh, man. <laughs> fucking happy Gilmore walking the street. Like, damn, dude. That is nuts. Wait, yeah. so when you uh, first went out to California, didn't Roman go with you? So I was going to drive out, and then I've actually, like, sat down on the stand one day and, like, did the pros and cons on the stand of driving out and flying out, and I figured it's going to cost me more money to, to, uh, to drive out. So might as well just fly out at that point because, like I said, I took all the money I made in the summer and had to deal with that. In, in LA, so saving as much money as possible, I decided not to drive. And then once Roman heard that, we he said like, "Nah, I'm just gonna work because it's not really worth it for me then to come out. I'm not flying out just to fly back, type of thing." Yeah. So I mean, for the viewers, a lot of them don't know you were <laughs> on the fucking grind this summer to feed your family. Oh, dude, it's been, it was a grind. It was a grind so, and a half. you were a lifeguard six days a week, but what'd you do on your off days? <laughs> on my off day, I was a commercial claimer with Clam Daddy's uh, LLC up in Brigantine, New Jersey, baby. That was, that was, that was an event itself, man. That was, that was some good fucking fun, I'll tell you that. You had to wake up at what, like four o'clock in the morning? You'd go surfing before and then like what, wake up at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning? Then no. So... I would work the beaches, and I told Quinn, I like, I need, uh, I need off every Wednesday because that's where I'm going to clam now. I'm going to clam every Wednesday, and we had something lined up where I would come in every Wednesday. So I would work the beaches, and then Tuesday night, I would get a text message when to be at the dock, ready to go fucking work, ready to go clam. And I get a text message, and be like, boats leave at 5 a.m. Shit, all right. So I had to get up at 3.30, get my wetsuit, put in the trunk, drive over to Brigantine, Drink my coffee, fucking get fired up, get amped up, put my wetsuit on, and be in the boat at 5 o'clock sharp in the morning. And then, Jesus. And then we would, uh, yeah, we'll hop in the water at like 5.15, pull on a rake for about seven hours, pull in about 63,000, 64,000 clams, go through the whole clamming process, and be done around like 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was an adventure in itself, bro. And then, if there was waves, I'll just go surfing right after climbing and just be fucking shot. Well, you partied hard. We, we partied quite a bit. So, when, yeah, Wednesday nights was uh, was college night in Maynard. So, like I said, I'll wake up at 3.30, go climbing, get home, do my thing, and then we'll go out to Maynard until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning again, and then just wake up and go lifeguard next day. <laughs> but, uh, dude, that's the third zone mentality, bro. That's how, that's how, it, roll, that's how it rolls down there. Hey, see, I think that's where people get confused, man. That's, that's the one thing I want to clarify. There was rules on 81st Street, but we let people have a good time at the same time. Yes, exactly. I, try yeah, to I have... think that's how everyone should have lifeguarded, really. Like, when it was flat and nothing was really going on, like, dude, yeah, go over there. Go swim. Go have fucking fun, dude. You're on vacation, dude. I'm not going to go over there and tell you to move over when you're just knee-deep in flat water. I tried, I tried doing that on 71st Street, and <laughs> it didn't fly at all. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, people loved it, bro. People loved it. I remember Tom Moran saying to me, was like, yeah, I have friends that go to 81st Street, and they fucking love it. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Did you you remember, do you remember the day that me and uh, Doyle opened up the sandbar, and it was like a zombie apocalypse into the water? <laughs> what, what was that, on 70, where was that? 71st Street. We were the only beach to open up the sandbar, because we only had about 12 people in the crowd. I was like, I, I paddled out to the sandbar. I was like, yeah, guys, come on. And then next thing you know, everyone from 75th Street down, everyone yeah, from 69th Street down, their water's yeah. empty. They all started flooding into 71st Street. And I like, I was like, holy shit, I'm about to get fired. Or somebody's like... At one Dude, point, we, I had 12 people on the paddleboard, and I was just telling them to kick. I was like, kick, kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you're like a taxi service at that point. Yeah. Dude, Roman and I did that one time on uh, 81st Street, and... Uh, at one point, we had, like, a eight-man, like, uh, fish out. And we both, like, talked, we looked at each other, like, dude, if this was first zone or second zone, this is definitely a run. Like, this is 100% run. Oh, my God. I definitely, like, yeah, if it was any other zone that had that many people stuck out on a sandbar, would have been a run. Oh, 1,000%. I'll say right now, dude, third zone, no runs this summer, last summer. No runs. Zero runs. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, everyone can talk all the shit they want, but hey. when it came to lifeguarding, who was the best? Who was the best? We, third zone, baby, third zone. Oh yeah, we were oh, we were. Uh, R.I.P. Roman, though, dude, it's a shame. We lost a legend that that summer. We lost uh, a legend. We should have had a legend did, funeral. He did it to himself, though, dude. The dude lived on Forty Fifth Street for a little bit. Like, dude, the morning meeting was a block away. How the hell are you late to work? <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I had to straighten out. My dad thought I got suspended because I was late for work. And when I explained to him what happened, he goes, wait, not once did a lieutenant catch you doing something wrong? I go, no. He goes, well, then that's bullshit. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't deserve the suspension. I'm just saying they never said I was doing anything wrong. Yeah, dude, how did he, uh, how did, because, wait, you said, isn't your dad like a lieutenant in, uh, in Ocean City, right? Yeah. So when you told him, oh, I had a bike on the beach, I'm getting suspended because of that. What did he, how, did he, how did he take that? So I didn't really talk to him until he ripped me out of Seattle, threw me in the car, and we were going back to uh, Medford, which is, like, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, on the car ride there, he was like, all right, explain everything that you've gotten in trouble for this year. I was like, all right, somebody complained that I was talking too long to, like, the Mac, like, the Macaleans. Like, like yeah, yeah. parents of like my friends, like I, then somebody complained that I was talking too long for a fudgy wudgy guy, then somebody complained I was talking to a fudgy wudgy guy too long again, and then I was like, but dad, each time I'm spacing the wall, like it's not like I'm not doing the job, I'm yeah, just yeah. doing it talking to someone else and not the person right next yeah. to me. And he goes, well, did your lieutenants ever come? To oh, and then I also told him about the uh, air quote hazing with the rookie that just because she wouldn't talk and I just was out on the paddleboard all day. No, oh, I remember that. I remember that. And I made her pull the stand back by herself. <laughs> hey, dude, that's how that's how I learned, dude. I remember we had the wooden stands. We had we didn't have the. Dude, we even have wheels. I, yeah, we had the wheels. We had to drag the stand down, dude. Oh my god, dude! My second year, uh, when I worked on Eighty First Street, the head was on uh Eighty Six. Yes. I... And yeah, dude, we would grind morning meetings till like nine fifty, and I just knew I was fucked. Because I had to go from morning meeting, rush all the way down to 86, grab the cans, run down to 81st, pull the stand down. Like, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. 
I remember one day, like, Quinn, like, called me, and he's like, you gotta get a key. I'm like, Quinn, it's, I think it's your job to get the key for it. And he's like, no, it's just your, like, the little key, you gotta, like, figure it out. Like, alright, I'll figure it out. And I never figured it out. I kind of just forgot about it. And, um, I was running late again, and I knew I was gonna be fucked. I knew I was gonna be screwed. And I never having a radio around my neck, and I hear Quinn on the radio, who's sitting 81st Street? And he goes, uh, Pico, Rich Murphy, and Tuthill. He goes, can I get a time check? And he goes, it's 10.01, Quinn. He goes, 10.04. I just knew I was home. I knew I was home. And I run down, and he's just sitting on the quad. He goes, you're late. I was like, I know, Quinn. I, I just, the head wasn't open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He goes, that's two beach points. And then, like, he drives off, whatever. So I go back to the head to get the paddleboard, and I start hearing shorts. And this is still early in the season, so I'm like, damn it, fake run. So I beeline down to where the run's at. I bash in, do the whole run procedure, come out, and he's like talking. He goes, where's your whistle? I was like, god <laughs> damn it, Quinn, come on. <laughs> he goes, I got to do it, man. I got to do it. And I got like two more beach points. And Ooh, I always keep my whistle in my short pockets, so no matter what, they're always in there because I wear the same ones every day. Yeah. <laughs> See, I couldn't do that. I had I had holes in my uh, my bird wheels because I refused to wear the new ones every year. Ah. Uh. God, ever since they didn't fade, dude. I wasn't wearing the new green ones. They sucked. They, they were do so, suck. They sucked. And they're also not short. Oh, I hate the dude. The bird yeah, you, don't you look like a narc. First of all, you look like a rookie. Like, if you, I feel like the more like faded your bird wheels were, the more experience you had. Yeah. It's and, like a hierarchy. Like I feel like I feel empowered wearing these faded bird wheels. Like, you expect me to wear these green? Like, no, screw that. I'm not doing that. And also the new ones, they like cut inward. Like your, if your thigh's a little too wide, it like cuts circulation. So you'd have to go too big at the waist or too big at the th- or like too small at the oh, thigh. Dude. They suck. And sand, dude, sand gets stuck in there like eat so easily, bro. I got a fucking story to tell you. So remember the day we had uh, the Codex? Yeah. All right, bro. Let's listen to this. So um, this was. I think Did you make it all the way down to the Codex? I didn't have work at hours. So in the morning, I decided I'm going to get after it. I'm going to run like seven miles on the beach. And um, I get to the beach. I, I run into water real quick to get wet. And then I go for this half marathon uh, workout in the morning. And I think I had sand stuck in my shorts still because I started to get a gnarly rash where you don't want to get a rash at. And it hurt so fucking bad that it got to the point where I couldn't really walk. Like, during the day, I would go, like, into the water, and I'm, like, I'm hobbling off the stand. Like, I couldn't walk. And then the whole Codex thing happened, and I ran from 81st Street all the way down to 59, just, like, with one leg dragging behind the sand, because I just couldn't walk. I was in so much goddamn pain. But I couldn't let anyone see it. I couldn't let anyone see it. I had to, like, look badass. I had to look the part. And then we'd bash out and just do the whole run. It, it was... It sucked, man. It sucked. Yeah. I remember... I, I lost my favorite yeah. bandana that day, cause I was about I was about to jump in the water. I ripped it off. I was looking good, <laughs> like sprinting down the beach. I was hauling yeah, ass. All, yeah, you're looking all Baywatch. Like you're like, this is my moment. I I remember going down beach and I get to like uh, I think it was, it was 77th and they waved me on. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm doing it. I went down to 75th Street and it was like a Del Grand and he starts running. I'm like. Fuck no, I'm going, I'm going. I worked seven years on the beach, I'm going to this run. And I made it a mission to get down there, and 
I was pretty jazzed up. We'd go down there, and uh, I remember William and I just diving deep, like forty-five fucking minutes, like searching for, uh, searching for the victim. It was, it was gnarly. It was heavy. I remember being the last one up each time, and then like someone said, "Go down again." I saw like a few people roll their eyes, and I lost my shit on them. I was like, "You knew what the fuck you signed up for for this job?" I was like, "It wasn't yeah, all sunshine right? and blonding." Like, I oh, lost my shit that day. We were so bronze, so blonded, and dude, we bonded, bro. I'm telling you, third zone had, oh, dude. Dude, we, we had the most, we party hard, and we, we play, like, wait, what's the word? Work hard, play hard? That's, uh, we, that, that, we that played us. hard, and motherfucker, we worked hard, bro. Dude, we all got after it. Every, every morning, we all worked out. Like, that was a thing. We had to have that happen. Every afternoon, we worked out. Like, I know Matt McSurdy had Muscle Beach, and I respect it, but we were fucking muscle zone, dude. Yo, we competition team, third dude, zone. Third zone. I remember telling Quinn like, "Yo, Quinn, third zone, baby, athletes only. We run the shit." And he was like, "I love it. I respect it." <laughs> dude, it, it was crazy. What? It was me, you, Danny, Raj, and then Pico, who used to be a third zoner. Still third zoner. He was still third zoner. Pat Donnelly. And then, then we had Churro, like somehow, someway sneaking in some like races out of the city, like yeah, doing he the did the hammer row. And then we had Mandy, she was like the surf bash champ. Uh, fucking, who else do we have? Uh, Doyle, who was going to do the, dude, fucking Doyle, dude. He was going to do the, what was it, the, the uh, 10 mile run. Remember, he had a runoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was what happened, he, what, he just didn't show up? Early, and then to do the five mile run. He runs in 91st Street, and he's running back, and he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. Just stops and just lays next to my car. Which for me to get on board so I can drive him home. <laughs> I'm like, Doyle, you hate to see it, dude. You fucking hate to see it. I remember <laughs> me and uh, Austin Wernley were going to do that one time. And we showed up. It was like a rain. So it was like a rain check to a different day. And then like. Yeah, yeah. They rescheduled it for a different day. It might have been a Thursday. And we're like, ah, fuck it. Like, I don't feel, I don't care that much. <laughs> Yeah, you had you're riding such a sick high, and then once they cancel it, you're like, I don't know, I don't know. Five miles is a little too much, man. Not today, not today. Matt Wernerly is asking for some shots. You have shots. A, yeah, do you have a bottle right there? <laughs> I got nothing, dude. Like I told you, I'm feeding my daughter. I got water. That's it. <laughs> All right, I'll take two for you. Do it. Take one for the team. Build that unit up, baby. So what I've started doing, uh, I mean, I don't know, just to kind of save money, I buy a bottle of Admiral Nelson and a case of High Life's, <laughs> and I take a few swigs of the High Life, fill it up with Admiral Nelson, tastes pretty good, and then just drink drink the High Life. And you don't drink it as fast as like a rum and coke, and then, uh, I don't know, yeah. it's just good, yeah, yeah. It's just, and it doesn't taste bad either. Like, there's Admiral Nelson in this. Admiral Nelson, that's a little, that's a little too pricey. I remember in college we got, uh, what the fuck, we had like, I think it was like Nicola or something, I forget what it was. It was this is the cheapest one you can vodka, get. Bro. It tastes like magic marker, bro. It was awful. It was awful, man. James McLaughlin just sent me, hit me text message. Oh, what do you say? Oh, uh, tell him he's a schmoll now. Oh, you hate to see that. I'm not a schmoll. What the hell's a uh, schmoll? Dude. Schmoll, dude. That's not Jablau, dude. It's not Jablau at all. Hmm. That's funny, dude. Funny. That's another thing. Dude, I was sitting with a, a rookie, my uh, 
was it not last year, but the summer before that. I was sitting with a rookie. I'm not going to name any names, but James McLaughlin was sitting with me, and he was a rookie at the time. And I remember I'm like, yo, James, do you want to move those people over? And he looks at me and goes, bro, like, honestly, like, I would if it was any other beach, but sitting with you, so, no, I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I'm like, shit, bro. I guess I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Just let it happen, dude. Just let it happen. I remember my second year sitting 8-4. A couple of times, me and you did, like, a 3 o'clock workout just because, like, we got mm-hmm. bored. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I remember that. That's when, uh, yeah, we had the 3 o'clock workout hours. Like, it was, like, the pre-workout hour workout hour. And We're ahead of the game. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's daylight savings time, so it's actually 4 o'clock now. So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's where we live. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being in any other zone. No, really, I couldn't either. I remember Derek Kendi was like, dude, I didn't want to be third zone, and then they put me on 81st Street three days a week, and I just I fell in love. I loved it. I loved everything about third zone. Like, I'm telling you, we had such a crazy bond that one summer where we had, well, we had uh, the pre-zone dinner, and then we had a zone dinner, and then, like, another zone dinner. Like, we yeah. just chilled so well together. It was so funny. Dude, if you look at the lineup my second year, it was you, Derek, and Nick, on 8-1, and then me and Nick Horn, well, so, just erase Nick Horn, just me on 8-4, <laughs> Sean and Churro on 8-6, eight, 8-9 eight, was Lindsay. Was Lindsay oh, yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that's a veteran squad right there, that's a veteran squad. Dude, the water park was rocking that year. Dude, I remember water park, I remember uh, my second year, that was big, we saw the boats kinda, and... We would take a boat out, paddle boards, and there's like no rules. Like have fun. It was, it was the shit. I never sit in 84th Street one year with uh, the Bobo, and uh, it was a rain day in the morning, and we're all chilling in the beach house. And then the sun comes out at 12 o'clock. I'm like, yo, the Bobo, I just like chilling here the rest of the day. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Like if I need you, I'll just call you down. I'm like, all right, you're right on, right on. Like that was third zone in a nutshell, right there. So you want to hear something crazy? Like whole like lifeguard. So all growing up, the Bobo was on Forty Third Street. Like he was mm-hmm. my lifeguard growing up. I remember mm-hmm. Anthony. And then uh, my first day of lifeguarding, I get to sit with Anthony Bobo on Eighty Fourth Street, and it's a <laughs> rain day. <laughs> dude, he was the man, dude. Loki, he was the man. Dude, he would piss in his uh like lunch container <laughs> and just dump it on the side of the stand. Yeah, dude, Mike Bell do the same thing. Just put a towel up, bring out the Gatorade bottle, and then just nonchalantly just drop it all on the stand, dude. Dude, but, but some people, like, still don't understand. Like, I remember, like, some rookie saying, they're like, how the hell did the Beach Patrol allow you and Roman to sit together? Like, dude, that was a thing for, like, two years, bro. We, we were stamp partners for two years, and they let that happen. Well, I don't think they were going to give Roman a beach. I mean, they, they really could have. I really – they gave me a beach my third year. That should have been Roman's beach, 92nd Street. <laughs> yeah, but we both requested each other. like, nah, 81st Street. He's like, nah, 81st Street. Like, let it, make it happen. Let it happen. And then still to this day, the fucking, uh, what, the pipe rescue just still goes down in history. All that right, so hold on, wait. Before you just glance over that. I was sitting on 89th Street that day, 
And I remember I... Say you made it down. Please say you made it down. I did not make it down. I made it to 84th Street. The only reason I made it to 84th Street is because I... Because George uh, Higgins was at 89th Street. Yeah. And so... And I told Katie McElaine, I'm sprinting. I was like, I'm the first to go to an emergency today. It's like... <laughs> So I darted off the stand, and I passed George running. Like, he was running to his own stand, and I just passed him. I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you. I was like, I'm trying to make it to this emergency. Little did I know, there was no one else coming behind me. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you're on 889. You were kind of screwed. You missed out on a good one, dude. You missed out on a good one. All right, so how did that even come about? Because that is a dude. funny one, because Churro started losing his shit. Sorry for you guys who don't understand. All right, so... Churros, an EMT, he's 36 years old, good friend of ours. The man, uh, the myth, the legend himself. Everyone who I mention is a lifeguard. Most of them will probably make an appearance on the stand eventually. Uh, but for now, just deal with the names, I guess. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't go into detail for each one. He's a... He's a... So uh, you want to know what like, happened, like the whole situation, how it all went down? Yeah, because I, I, I never really found out the real story. So... That day, it was uh, one of the days where it was, it was uh, me, senior, Roman was our, my junior, and then we had uh, Joe DiRago as our rookie. It was the second year uh, lifeguarding, I believe. And um, it was a really shitty day. It was, a, it was like a nor'easter day. The wind was ripping like 20, 25 miles per hour. The waves were breaking sideways, and Seattle was actually like breaking. They actually had waves this day. It was, it was, it was nuts. It, uh, I would say the current was like a fucking treadmill, bro. Like we'd have people go down to, uh, like 77th, not 77th, 78th street, go in and then drift down to front of the stand and come in and do a whole lap. So this one kid, he just doesn't listen to us and he's drifting. He's going right for the fucking pipe. And I'm like, wait, was Shit. it a kid or a man? It was, this was like a 14 year old kid. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Shit. So I sent I sent Durago out immediately. Like this kid's right in front of her stand right now, and I just see this this shit show about to happen. So Durago goes out, and he makes it out, and they're getting closer and closer. Roman's like, I'm gonna go to my car to get my fin so I can go play in the shore break. And I just want him to come right back and he sees it. He just runs right into the water. Next thing I know, they're all on the pipe. They're all just holding on to the pipe. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, what do I do, what do I do? I've never called a run before. This is my first year sitting senior guard. I'm standing on the lifeguard t- uh, stand at this time. Everyone's standing around at the stand, like, saying, all right, what are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? I'm like, don't call a run. Don't call a run. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Don't oh, that's run. what I've been told. Never call a run. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to call a run. I'm not doing that. It's my first year. Like, I'm, I'm not doing it. And... Like, two minutes goes by, and nothing's happening. And it's starting to look really bad, because there's a huge crowd of people around the stand. So I'm like, fuck it, I gotta call a run. So I call the run, and I don't know what to do, because do I go to the left of the pipe, or do I go to the right of the pipe? Because if I go to the left, I'm going to be on the pipe next. (laughs) So I walk out uh, and straddle the pipe, and we're like, hey, man, like, we're we're trained to do this. Like, just let go of the pipe. Everything's going to be all right. Like, just let go, you're, you're fine, you're fine, just just trust us. And he wasn't letting go. Like, he was so fucking scared. And it just progressed to like, alright dude, let go of the fucking pipe, man. And then I just remember Roman going, dude, just let go of the fucking pipe. <laughs> I remember Churro t- coming back be like, 
everyone was yelling at him, the kid being like, let go of the fucking pipe! Yeah, so we had like half the zone come to the left of the pipe, half the zone come to the right of the pipe. No one knew what to do. Like, from a guard's perspective, like, it really looked bad, but on the beach, we looked like the shit. Like, everyone was stoking. And then, yeah, Tro comes in, does this crazy maneuver, backs up, and he's like, dude, just let go, I got you, just grab onto the sled, we'll be alright, and he doesn't, he doesn't listen. So Tro does that, like, four or five times, and eventually, we just grab the kid and jump onto the uh, jet ski, and everything was fine. And, little did we know, it almost happened again, like, 15 minutes after. <laughs> like, like, it almost happened again, because the same thing, like, literally to a T, almost happened again. And, dude, to this day, like, kids still talk about it. I remember we having a rookie this year, they're like, dude, so what happened with the pipe rescue? I'm like, how do you know? You weren't even on the patrol. Like, I never were, like, talked 15 about it. at the time. How the hell did you figure out about this? <laughs> oh, that was, I thought, I was so bummed I couldn't be there for that, because I would have had a blast. So you're on 84th Street. How did it look from there? How did it look? Like a shit show. <laughs> it was like a you bunch of guards not knowing what to do because, like, it wasn't like a norm. It wasn't a rescue that we've been trained to do. Yeah, like nobody, nobody knew what to do. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm just gonna straddle the pool and just wait this one out. Like, so I like, feel like if I ignore it, it'll just go away. But like, <laughs> I probably would have pushed him off the pipe. I probably just would have. Forced him, I just would have sent him. I'm like, Yee. I felt kind of bad because Joe Raga was on, like he was the first one out there. Like, so he had he had no choice to go to the kid, and he got screwed over too because he got stuck on the pipe as well. Yeah, didn't his can go like under the pipe and yeah, like choke him? Like, twirled around the pipe, and he like he was stuck. Like he was legitimately stuck, and he was getting thrashed. Man, I felt so bad because his legs were all cut up, his arms were cut up. I'm like, dude, fuck, oh, this is. And the kid's a little bitch anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, that still goes down in Seattle history. I I feel like we witnessed history that that year. Yeah, that was was nuts. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I'm I'm really looking forward for you to run the show this year. Oh, I don't know if you know this, but I asked Quinn to hide me. To what? I told him to hide me, either on 8-9 or 9-2. Oh, dude, I was going to say give 81st shoot to, to Aiden. Well, I, I'll take it the year after, but, uh, I mean, I'm already in hot shit. Like, I was just yeah, like, yeah. put me on 8-9 or 9-2 or just send me junior to church or, like, 8-4 on uh, the EMT's off day. Yeah, because yeah, we don't have Dave. You guys don't have Dave now. Dave's uh, doing full-time EMT, so, yes, yeah, that's weird because it's just Tro down there now, right? Wait, we don't have Dave? Yeah, he's not gonna, bro. You're not in the group chat. He said like early on he's not coming back. I'm in no group chats whatsoever. Mind blown, bro. Um, Mind blown. And Derek's not here. Eight four, all for myself. Let's go. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, let's go. Okay, so now that you say that, boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. How did yeah. that? How did that song become the eight uh, one anthem? Oh man. Honestly, dude, so back on uh, New Year's Eve, or no, it was New Year's Day, uh, we would go, always go down to uh, Margate and party New Year's Day in Margate, do the Polar Bear Plunge, because I have a bunch of uh, Margate Beach Patrol friends that live down there, and I went to college with one of the guys, and 
So we would go there. We go we go to Atlantic City the night before, then wake up and do the Paul Bear Punch and just party at his house all day. And I remember waking up at like five thirty in the fucking morning, like hungover, like I don't want to be here right now. And I just he just puts that song on blast, and I'm like, dude, what is this? This is incredible. I love it. And he sent me the link to the song, and I just jammed out to him like, this is the song of the summer. I'm gonna get everyone on the song because it's so fucking hype. And that's kind of really how it turned out to be. Like that's how I heard about it. All right, so you want to hear? Uh, so my story. From that song this past summer, me and uh, my cousin, so I'd get off lifeguarding and we'd have about a few hours before he went to work at the OD. Yeah. The last 12, 15 minutes, we would play Gloria and then boom, 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 back to back and try to finish as many beers as we could. And whoever finished more in that those two songs just won the competition for that night uh, for no good reason. Just, just to like, I don't know, just to shoot, like, I don't know, not even shoot the shit just to see who could drink more. It was so stupid, but it was such a fun, like tradition that we started. And I don't know. Dude, we would, we would do that every day on 81st street, like to start the day. I would go back from work at hours and we would start every single, uh, lifeguarding session with, uh, Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Gloria, and then California Girls. That was our, that was our thing. Yeah, we couldn't do anything until those songs were played. Anything. We had to go on a run, pause the song, go on a run, come back, play the songs. Do you want to hear the 8-1 song for this year? If uh, me and Doyle get it. What is it? Crocodile Rock. Oh, yeah, you was talking about it. Was it? That's going to be a hype. Yeah. I hope you guys get it. I'm not going to lie. I hope you guys get it because you need a lot of energy down there. That beach actually low-key really, really sucks. The people there, like, apparently – I remember Shaky saying, like, how do you deal with it? Like, everyone there sucks. Like, I never had a problem with it. Like, but it's, like – If they like you, like, they'll like me. Yeah. I don't know yeah. we're too far apart. Dude, that – like like I said, like, people are always like, dude, you just let it happen. You don't, like – like, you just let it happen. You're super chill. Like, dude, if you, like, let that beach get to your head, you're going to fucking lose your mind. So, like, you just got to, like, just roll with it. Let it happen, pretty much. Just roll with it. Like, guard when you need to. Do what you need to do, but don't overdo it. Because if you overdo it, you're going you're gonna to fuck yourself up in the end. That's how, that was my mentality with it, really. All right. So, uh, a little off topic. But right now, you look pretty clean shaped. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you not going like? Corona stash, like everyone else. So, dude, I had a gnarly mustache going. I did, I did November, and I kept it going. I legit had the full-on curls going, and I was so fucking stoked to have it. And um, that time, I had a fire department visit with Santa Monica, and so I'm like, do I shave the mustache? Do I like what? What do I do here? Like, I know to look professional, you want to be clean shaven. I'm like, oh, wait, it's just fire department. The live stream just dropped. My phone died. Oh, well. All right. They'll still so, hear all this. Yeah, so, like, um, yeah, so I was thinking, like, all right, do I be clean shaven, look professional for this department visit, or do I go in for the mustache? I'm like, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the mustache. So I go in there, and then, like, one of the first things they say, like, just just heads up, like, you can't have a mustache until, like, you become a firefighter. Like, I would shave the, I would shave the mustache. I, 
was crushed, bro. I was real crushed. <laughs> so that's that's kind of why I've been shaving it because just going along this process, I want to like be in the mindset of becoming a firefighter, really. Like clean shaven, like yes sir, yes ma'am. Like try to have the cleanest background, be like the nicest guy chief. that you can possibly be. Yeah, yeah. But then this whole Corona thing happened, and so I'm like, you know what? I gotta I gotta start growing a mustache again. So it'll be back. It'll definitely be back. All right. Before yeah. we get on to the next topic. One, two, three. I got to take it. And you're back? Yeah, now we're back also with the... Just a little a little intermission. Yeah, a little intermission. Or, phone died. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to join your live stream. Oh, dude, that's weird. What, you're just looking at yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like I'm looking into the future, kind of. Whoa. Yeah, no, it's an echo. You might want to turn the sound off. Yeah, dude, wait, how is the future, bro? How's the future looking for me since it's, what, 8, uh, 52 at your time? Wow, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, dude, how's the future? Is it, is it well for me? Am I going to make it? I mean, looking here, I mean, you guys aren't hitting the coronavirus for another month, but uh, the peak's in two weeks here, and I, nobody gives a fuck. I've seen more people biking today than... Yeah. Yeah. My entire life. People are getting outdoors more than now than ever before. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's so weird here because, like I said, you have half the people freaking the hell out. And then you have half the people just not giving a shit. Like, people are still going for runs, which is dope. Get after it. You got people still... The 405 was mobbed this morning, bro. Like, where the hell are you going? Everything's shut down. What the hell is a 405? I've never been uh, west dude, of the I'm Mississippi. The Hop on the 405, get on the 10, go down to Orange County, get some tasty tubes, jibwow. It's like the like the main fucking uh, freeway out here in California. You can hop on the 405, go up to like, you can drive all the way down from LA to Mexico pretty much. That's uh, that's my plan C, by the way. My plan C, if everything fails, I'm just going to go to Mexico and just never proceed again. <laughs> See, that's what my mom was worried about if I went to San Diego State, that, uh, Mm, so that's see, funny. That's funny you bring that up because I wanted to go to San Diego so bad for college, and my parents finally told me after I uh, like graduated to like, yeah, if you went there, like I, you were probably gonna fail, fail out. Like you would spend surfing and like you wouldn't have gone to class. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, that's what my mom said. My mom was uh. Very concerned about me going to Tijuana. Because apparently if you're just showing your college ID, they'll let you go across the border to Tijuana. Yeah, dude. Uh, you I get think fucked it, up. Yeah, when I went down to, for uh, my San Diego written test, I stayed with my friend. This is kind of funny. I have a friend Nick and Mick in San Diego. So I stayed with my friend Mick. And he was saying, you just got to show like your ID. Like, you don't even need like, a passport, really. It just lets you in. But, like, it's weird. Like, San Diego State kids just go down and party in Tijuana, come back, and, like, it's no problem. It's weird. All right. So, we have our uh, first uh, live question from uh, Nick Constantine DeGrosa. <laughs> what's on your quarantine playlist? Yes. What's your What's your number one quarantine song? Ooh. Dude, I was grinding. A, there's a song called Break My Shrine. I was listening to that for quite a while. Break my stride? 
Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Oh Ain't yes, nothing. Ain't nothing gonna hold me down. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know why. Gotta I think there was a video moving. out there of Trump singing it, and like it just clicked in my mind that the song was lit, and I just like kept listening to that. But nah, dude, a lot of '80s cardio music, dude. A lot of '80s cardio. <laughs> Wow, Nick just said mine is Break My Stride as well. But, uh, so mine is, uh, Bills by Lunch Money Music. I don't, I don't love that one. Oh, listen to it. It's like, uh, hold on. I got bills. I gotta pay. <laughs> I go to work, work, work every day. Oh, no, I oh, got oh, mouths. Like, I got a like, I think it's like, a, you don't have to go to work, work. Work, 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 but you got put in the work, work. That song was lit too. I, I was in that for a little bit. Yeah, you can work from home or something like that. Well, look up bills <laughs> by Lunch Money Lewis. That's yeah, that's you yeah, feeding your daughter. Home, right? That is you feeding your daughter. Is Lunch Money Lewis bills? Oh yeah, you don't know the feed your daughter grind here, bro, dude. Dude, my diet is legit. Feed your daughter right now. It's pretty legit. It's pretty healthy. You, did you do you want to hear my diet over uh, spring break? Before I knew that classes were canceled for the year. Yeah, let's hear it. Bread, mayo, and pepper. Oh, dude, that's lower than me, man. That's lower than me. That was it. Was oh. a low week for me. It was a low week. Damn, are you alright? You want to talk about it? Like we could talk about this year. Um, that week, I, I at the end of that week, I felt weak. I I was like, I am not, I am not okay. You're like, I'm not healthy. This is. My body's not functioning anymore. I lost uh, about ten pounds that week. There you go, dude. That's that's the feed your daughter diet. You get you get shredded, bro. <laughs> hey, I've I've been doing like I said, I've been doing these wacky ass workouts that I actually get sore from. Just because I'm bored. <laughs> dude, what, what what are people gonna do this year for uh for lifeguards if uh you can't get into a swimming pool past that five hundred? I remember that was that was the worst day of the year for me, dude, doing that five hundred. I hated it. I mean, I I'm just hoping, I mean, I haven't swam in maybe like seven months, but I'm hoping my endurance from like all the other workouts that... Yeah, that, that we golf grind, dude, really... Well, if you if you can see here, I can't bend this finger anymore, but I don't know if that affects swimming. Oh, dude, that could, that could mean anything. That could really mean anything. Well, no, uh, yeah, it could mean anything, but like it just won't bend, but I just hope it doesn't affect the swimming. Cause my oh, swim time's already like nine fifty nine. Oh yeah, dude, I've cut, I've cut it. Clo- I haven't really cut it close, but I hover between a nine thirty and nine forty range, which makes no sense to me, really. I remember uh, Dave Allison and Churro both saying, "Dude, just swim with us. Like, you got this. You're fine. Like, we 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 are so out of shape that you'll be fine to hang with us." And I got fucking laughed by both of them, dude. <laughs> during the recall, and Dave was like, "Bro, I have fucking bronchitis, and I adored you." I'm like, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to swim, and I'm a lifeguard." I just hope I can pass a swim test. See, you should just just ignore it until it goes away. I'm doing that for the 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 coronavirus, and well, this happened about six seven months ago, so I don't think it's gonna go away. Yeah. I think Dude, it's just so. there for life, which I don't give a fuck about, because I can still, I still like did like the, er- I can still do the erg and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, fuck Dude, it. Don't, don't bring up the erg. Do PTSD. I hate that thing. I hate uh, that thing sorry, so much. Man. Fuck, dude. 
heavy, 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 heavy. But yeah, oh, wait. If, if Dorothy, like I said, I've been doing that for the coronavirus, and it's really not going away. It's kind of, kind of strange, but give it time, we'll go away. So what we haven't really got into yet, were you with Roman when uh, Quinn tried pulling the, uh, he had some, Quinn had like another guard like walk to the end of the pipe and just sit there and Roman never called the emergency? Or at least that's what I've heard from the story. No. Whoa, I haven't heard that one. What's, what's the story you're hearing? Oh, the story I hear is like, Quinn pulled some guard back, and, like, Roman was the other guard on the stand, and, like, he just thought he got yelled at and just walked to the end of the pipe and just sat there, just, like, kind of, like, shaking his head, just, like, I don't know, just sitting there, and Roman never called the emergency, and then apparently got in trouble. I I never heard that one. I've never heard that one. But there was a time where I don't blame Roman for it, but, uh, I was I was doing the call the run sign and he just never called the run and it was a legitimate run and then he just called for an EMT for the wrong beach. <laughs> Were you there for that day too? No, wrong what? beach. So we had um we were chilling and then this lady comes up to the stand saying uh this guy's on the beach uh he was surfing and he hit his head and he's bleeding that's all I got from it so I'm like okay I'll go down and I'll check it out. And I'm like, Roman, if I pump my fist, call a run. He's like, okay, got it. So I go down there. I'm like, what's up? What's going on? Like, he's responsive and everything. And then I hear, oh, I hit my head. I went unconscious, and I had to get pulled out of the water. I was like, oh, shit, call the run. So I'm pumping my fist, and Roman's like, what? What? Like, his hands drop. He's so confused. And then he calls for an EMT. I'm on 79th Street, and he calls for an EMT on 82nd. And then Quinn and Churro come down, and they're, like, just looking around, like, what? And he's like, my bad. I think he's on 879. That was just shitstorming itself, and, yeah, Wait, I don't know. It was, that was crazy, too. Was I sitting with you on a race day on 43rd Street when, like, some French-Canadian family didn't, like, was asking for bandages? And, we yeah. were, and I was like, we have this, we have this. And then, like, we called down the EMT. And meanwhile, Dave is just fucking around, like, not even, like, rushing yeah, over. Yeah. And Dude, I, like, I felt so bad because... To the point where... We thought that situation was so funny because they were... We didn't they understand. Were, we couldn't understand them. We didn't understand what they're saying, and, like, I felt bad because we were, like, kind of laughing, and then, like, <laughs> Dave just never showed up. <laughs> to the point where I walked up to the beach, I was like, yo, do you guys just have bandages, like... Can you just give me bandages? bandages. We could just figure it out ourselves. Yeah, I was like, but like the procedure is calling EMT. I was like, fuck, I'm just gonna walk up. He took maybe an over an hour. He might have taken an hour. Like that was fucking pathetic. And, and then, like, then yeah, it goes down. Is everything alright? Yeah, we figured it out. It's fine. Thanks. Like, like thanks for your fucking help, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm so, gonna miss it though. I miss it so fucking much, dude. That was that was a uh, such a good job, man. Oh, I man. had the luxury. That was my first ever job was Ocean Lifeguard. And you take it for granted, bro. Like, when you start working actual jobs, like, you're like, damn, I really fucking had it. I love that job. I love I mean, it. I'm not really doing anything, like, hard now. I'm working at a restaurant. It really sucks. I'm like, damn, dude, I miss lifeguarding so much. But I just know in the end it's going to be worth it, firefighting and being in California, which is 100%.
I'm just glad my parents are cool with me doing it for uh, like the year, like the summer after college. Dude, yeah. My parents are all for it. They want me to be a lifeguard out here, which is another story in itself. Like, so I think I'm going to try to do um, San Diego lifeguards or LA County lifeguards uh, try out in fall. All right, so uh, we have our second question from Nick DeGrosa. I think it's more for myself than you. Is uh, This is definitely is, for you. Yeah, how has the Chinese virus affected your Friday beer schedule? Um, I feel like it doesn't stop you. Like you're 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 like a you're full speed ahead no matter what. Like this isn't stopping you. Um, if anything, it's it's uh it accelerated. It, it yeah, it's accelerated. It. Yeah, it's accelerated. I have nothing else to do. Dude, I've I'm done school for the next week. I've already done all the work for it. Like it's, priorities, dude. <laughs> priorities. It's a little too easy. It's a little <laughs> too easy. School. Yeah, I heard. I heard if your online classes is all BS now. It's like super easy. I have never – so if you answer a question in class, you get extra credit, and that was in person. Yeah. And I would never talk. Now, yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. On, now that it's online, I answer every single question whether or not I'm right or wrong just because, like, okay, so so what? I get it wrong, I get it wrong. But if I get it right, yeah. I get extra credit. <laughs> so I'm the first one to talk each time somebody – like, the, my teacher – I wish I had more classes on Zoom. They're yeah, fun. That's weird. Everything's on Zoom now. I didn't know what Zoom was until like this happened. Neither did I. But yeah, I love it now. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun. I love school now. I love college. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I get to drink during class. It's awesome. Like, whoa, I could go to class. I don't have to like skip class to go to class now. I guess just go to class at home and just not go to school. Like, this is sick. <laughs> And I'm learning more because I got I get to teach myself like what I I mean, I get to teach myself. Yeah, dude. So like, I came out here and I I'm living on student housing, which is pretty sick. And all my roommates just do online classes. And then when they found out the school's like canceled, like we don't have to be here, they all just bailed. So I have this whole apartment to myself right now, which is kind of sick. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like. uh what, I'm going to go home and go watch paint dry with my dad? And, like, other kids in my classes are trying to sign petitions to not, like... I only have one class that is Zoom. Yeah, yeah. All my other classes don't do anything. But, uh... And they're trying to sign a petition to not show up. Like, why would I get, like, points off? It's like, dude, you have, you're literally lying in bed and going to class. Like, is yeah, it really dude, that big of a deal? Put, go on Zoom... Go to mute and just do whatever the fuck you want. That's, I feel like that's what you gotta do. That's it. And you, and like, now that everything you do online, it's all extra credit. Yeah, I see Nick DeGrosse has another. He's busting out the questions, bro. I have no crazy uh, online stories. I don't even go to school anymore. This is um, all you, man. Alright, so the craziest thing that I've seen is what I do is... The first half of class on Zoom, it's me on the screen in this entire room, and it's just me doing laundry, and then out of nowhere, I'll walk around with a tequila bottle, just slugging it, but then I also <laughs> answer questions in the same class, so like, the teacher can't yell at me, because I'm doing better than the other 36 students. So, so how's that work? So like, 
if you're on online class and you're just actively drinking, like, does that still violate, like, rules? I don't know. I just call it a wet campus nowadays. It, I feel like USC has to be a wet campus. Is no, it? it's a dry campus. Really? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Look, the real USC is a, is a dry campus. Yeah. Yeah, we finally, we finally figured it out. The real USC is Southern Carolina. I have to put all pride aside and say that is the, the real USC. Lewis and Clark didn't discover California yet, so USC is the real ones in Carolina. South crack a That's what I like South crack a Is that how they say it? No, but that's how I say it, just because I like making fun of the South. <laughs> yeah, dude, how, how is the South living? How, how is it? I'm, I will not stay here. I saw my friend, so my friend from uh, my EMT class out here, he posted a, a meme on uh, Instagram, and it was like, uh, 1425 minimum wage, Southern California, and it was like a picture of a bum, like it was a Dave Chappelle like, bum, and then like uh, South Carolina, 1425, he's like a fucking king. And how cheap is it to live out there? I get paid $11 an hour as a dishwasher. With, at a, like a nice restaurant, yeah, and like that's being over that like that's overpaid. Really? Yeah, like people are like, "Wow, you're making that much as a dishwasher?" Shit, dude, that's heavy, bro. Fuck, guess how, guess how much my rent is out here, dude. How, how, much? how much is your rent in that at USC? All right, in the smallest room at this apartment. Yeah. Four seventy. Four seventy. Yeah. How much is it for the biggest room? Six twenty-five, I think. Dude, oh, wait, dude. hold on. Uh, I'll show you how big the room is. It's about wait, fifteen by fifteen. It's almost a square. Maybe twenty feet by fifteen feet. Bro, I will tell you this, dude. Um, if I didn't do, uh, student housing out here, which is still really expensive, um, if I did a studio where I'm at in Westwood, Westwood, uh, Los Angeles, uh, California, right next to UCLA, a studio out here would be $2,250. Yeah. I went on, uh, like, apartments.com today, and I looked up, uh, studios, and it was well over $2,000 a month. Fucking insane. We ain't Jersey no more, man. We ain't Jersey no more. That is nasty. Yeah, dude. It's, it's gnarly. Alright, so, I, I mean, just because it's the lingo, it is our lingo that we use with each yeah. other. How the hell did you start saying Jabwow? Oh, dude. I'm not What's taking any credit for Jabwow. I'm not doing it. I can't take credit for it. All right, then I'll just take credit for it. But how do you start saying? Because you got all of us to start saying, Jabwow. So I'm just spreading the stoke that um, these guys from Southern California started. If you go on Instagram and search uh, Chad, Chad Goes Deep, there's these two guys from San Clemente, and they fight for the right to house party. The party, really. They go to, um, like, city council, and they're like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, like, what up, council? My name is Chad Kruger. I'm house yeah. So they started a podcast, and uh, they would always go on Instagram, and they'd be like, today's Dude, they've been on movie. Fox News. What's up? They've been on, like, Fox News before. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one video where Chad was like, today's Daily Motivate. I'm going to start my own word. And it's Jabwell. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It was like, Jabwell. When your stoke tank is so full, it's the only word you can say. Jabwell. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I got to spread this. I got to spread the news. I got to spread the gospel. And I'm so glad everyone just picked it up and they all say it. Maddie Lewis said that everyone at her school at, at Hill, they say it. Like, the administration says it. Administration? The administration of Hill School, or whatever the hell it is, in Pennsylvania, they say Jabwell. Well, Jabwell, but Jabwell on that. Wow. Yeah, it's really strange, though, because I was, I met a bunch of people from SoCal. Like, I mean, I went to U, U, UCLA EMT class, and everyone here is from California, obviously. And I'm like, yo, do you guys know Chad and JT? Jabwell. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? Jabwell. What the fuck? And I'd have to show them. They're like, God damn it, this kid's more SoCal than us, and he's from New Jersey. <laughs> Everyone's like, dude, are you from San Clemente? Where are you from? I'm like, Ocean City, New Jersey. They're like, no, no you're fucking not, dude. Like, you're from Data Point or, or like San Clemente. You, you sound like these fucking kids from San Clemente, SoCal. Like, like that, dude. I'm an East Coast kid. And you're like, fuck, dude, you're more SoCal than I am. I'm from California. All right, so uh, last question. Or not even last question, last comment before uh, we we wrap this up. This way, people don't think you actually have a family to feed. Mm. <laughs> Tell me how you started saying I gotta feed my daughter. <laughs> so this happened when I was in uh, college. I was a senior in college, and this was the poorest I've ever been. Um, my bank account, my checking account, was at three dollars and fifty-seven cents. My savings account was $25, and I never checked my bank account, which is like a bad habit of mine. Oh, and I have the same I, habit. Never look. Yeah. So I totally forgot Spotify was taking $5 a month out of my uh, bank account because I had a student premium account, and so I had $3, and it took the $5 out, and I overdrafted it because I didn't have the other $2 in my bank account, <laughs> and I didn't know that, and it kept building and building. So one day I just wake up like, how much money do I have? And it said, minus $60 in my checking and 25 in my savings. So I owed the bank like $40 at this point in my life. And I couldn't afford food. I couldn't, I couldn't afford anything at this point. And I was eating bread for uh, breakfast and like beans and rice for lunch and dinner. And I was like, dude, I'm just fucking feeding my daughter. Because there's like this notorious B.I.G. song. And he's like, just out here trying to feed my daughter. And we just rolled with it. And my roommates were like, yo, you're just trying to feed your daughter. You're trying to feed your daughter. And I just brought that shithead mentality and that they're saying to the beach control. And <laughs> it just happened that James McLaughlin actually believed me. And we just rolled with it for the whole summer. <laughs> yo, why am I watching a laptop? I'm not technically <laughs> advanced. <laughs> yeah, dude. Technologically <laughs> yeah, advanced. There we gotta keep we gotta keep the space uh private. Like we can't let people know who I am. But yeah. I I I mean people had to know because I put it on the post. I didn't want people to start thinking that you actually had a family and kids that you had to feed. Yeah, dude, I met, I met people like, yo, does he actually have a daughter? Like I what I'm trying to think. Oh, I said that today, I said that like a couple months ago at work at Santa Monica, and they're like, Wait, you have a daughter? And I was like, No, like God damn! I don't have a daughter. Do I 
if I had a daughter, I would not be working at a restaurant, first of all. I'd be grinding, like, four or five jobs. Yeah. Trying to maintain a living, like. But, like, I'd be no, giving that girl the world. What's up? So, I'd be giving that girl the world. Like, <laughs> she would think that I'm, like, the, she wouldn't even know me I'd be working so hard. <laughs> That's funny you say you're a dishwasher at a high-end restaurant and you're making 11. The dishwashers at my restaurant here, they make, like, $17 an hour. Uh, it's kind of crazy, dude. Oh, like when all, fuck it was me. All, all of a sudden done, I'm making around 20-ish, like 20-ish an hour. So the most money I ever made at a job except for planning. I'm working at a restaurant of all things. It kind of sucks. Damn. That sucks. For me. Charlie, don't surf. Yo, Jack Bound, you're right. You know who doesn't surf either? COVID-19 doesn't surf. Stay in that water, baby. <laughs> you know Jack came home. Yeah, I know. I heard they, uh, they were shutting down international flights or something like that, right? Is that is that why? Yeah, I I didn't get I didn't talk to him about the reason why they came home, but I'm sure it's from this reason. Yo, dude, get this. So, dude, if I went to fly home from LAX to Philadelphia, it would cost me eighteen dollars. It was eighteen dollars to fly home if I wanted. Yeah. Wait. So, did you hear about Nick? Nick Nick Horn? Yeah. Dude, I saw his Instagram story and um. His flight's been yeah. delayed about seven, or like, I, when I talked to him, it was three times, but I, I know he still hasn't left California, so it might have been like seven times by this point. Yeah, because I saw him, he had an Instagram story, and he was wearing the, the N95 mask, so I'm like, fuck, like, don't say my boy Nick's got the coronavirus. No, and he's trying to go This next story was him, and it was uh, the train tracks near his house, I'm like, alright, he's still in California, like, alright, I hope you like, all's well. Gotta FaceTime him back, because he FaceTime me last night. Oh, yeah, that's why I woke up at 4.30 in the morning Eastern time. It's because <laughs> Nick video chatted me over Snapchat. Yeah, you FaceTimed me at, like, 12 o'clock, and I was at my friend's house. Like, I got to wake up in, like, four hours to go surf. Damn, the right, grind don't stop out here, baby. The grind ain't stopping. Yeah, yeah, at least you're getting out in the water. Yeah, you, you have to go to Orange County or Ventura, like I said. You, you get arrested now if you surf in L.A. Arrested? Great. I don't know if you get arrested, but they're they're giving you some heavy fines, dude. I I heard it's like between three hundred and a thousand dollars if you get caught surfing in LA County now. Just paddle out and just sit there for like eighteen hours. Dude, there's a video where the there's a stand up paddleboarder and he's like getting chased down by like two fucking boats. motor boats, LA County lifeguards, and the sheriff department's there. It's like kind of funny to see. They're doing all this just for like stand up paddleboarding. That is nuts. I mean, it, it. are there tests? Like, do you know? I don't even know. I haven't read anything. Does it survive in water? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea either. That's why, I don't know. I just... Dude, this, the scary thing here, though, is, like, right down the street, Um, since they canceled everything, all sports, all classes, everything, the UCLA baseball field has become, like, uh, like a drive through center for corona testing, which is really strange to see. So I, I, like, pass it to go to work, and there's all these people walking around in hazmat suits. Like, it's fucking weird, dude. It's like ET shit. Yo, you want to hear about a crazy dream I had last night? Or not last night, but a couple nights ago? Yeah. All right, so I was on the lifeguard stand. The sky turns red. A satellite whizzes past my head. And (laughs) And then I just see alien spaceships coming. And I was like... COVID-19 was just a hoax to hide this alien invasion. Dude, don't get me started on these corona conspiracies, bro. 
Because I have nothing else to do, and I jump down the rabbit hole like it's nobody's business, bro. No one's business. I mean, ain't nobody got something else to talk about. But, like, that was my one dream that I had. You got, do you have any conspiracies? Do you have any conspiracies about this? Uh, off the top of my head, yes. Yo, shoot it. Yo, side note, look up, if you go on Instagram, look at, uh, look at Tom Hanks's uh, most recent Instagram post and read the comments. Oof. Ah, oh, I'm on the slide feed. Some, I'll do it after some this. Crazy, some crazy shit's gonna go down, dude. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I would like to think that this is just like a like a warning test to see how fast the all of the like of, like the world can like attest to a worldwide shutdown in like a couple yeah. of weeks. Do you think that will happen? I can't see it happening. I can't no 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 I can't I cannot see another worldwide shutdown other than this. But uh I don't know, I have a few different theories. But like at the same time I'm not I mean I also think that uh, they're trying to get rid of all the old people because they don't have enough in Medicare. Some population control, some Agenda 21 stuff? Well, no, I think they weren't ready for the boomers to happen after World War II. Nah. And uh, they don't have enough in Medicare to... Is it Medicare or Medicaid? Yeah, it's Medicare, not Medicaid. Medicare to uh, take, like, to fund all of their requests, yeah, which yeah, they, yeah, they were promised. That's why my dad started trying to get me, he goes, Aiden, just apply for unemployment. And he goes, because you're not going to see the Medicare that you've been funding into. Yeah, I think you can if you're a, a college student. I don't think, I don't think you can apply. They just, pla- they just passed the bill in South Carolina that if you are a student, you can apply. So I was on the last page of applying. Boom. <laughs> Website shuts down. Everything gets deleted. It took me fucking... That's how it goes, dude. That's how it's been going. It's really... really Two annoying. and a half hours I was doing this shit. And I, was, I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I'm not applying for unemployment. I was like, it's not yeah, don't, fucking... Don't worry about it, dude. We're all getting, we're all getting uh, checks from Donald Trump soon for $1,200. So, we got uh, that I mean, I, I, I would hope so, but... Dude, what? that pays for my rent, dude. That pays for my rent. <sighs> that, actually, that doesn't pay for my rent. My rent's more than that. My mom had to cover my last month's rent, and I felt embarrassed asking because I told her she wouldn't have to worry about hey, a thing. Never feel embarrassed, bro. I'm still doing the same. I'm 24, trying to live the dream, make ends meet. Yeah. Well, it just sucks. It does suck asking for money. Yeah, dude. What can you do? Because your parents do so much for these. What's up? Uh, your parents do so much for you while you're growing up. You, you expect by like this age like you'd be able to fund yourself. And then yeah, no, I hate doing it. I'm like, God damn it, like, I have to, or I actually can't, like, afford to live out here. Or else I'm going to go move back in with you guys. And my dad, my dad would rather pay rent than me move back in with <laughs> He's dude, like, what is it, how much does it cost for you not to move back in? <laughs> for, dude, I can't, I can't move back in because no matter, I'm locked in until the end of August here. So it's like, if I go back to New Jersey, I'm stuck here no matter what. You know, like, it's like, I might as well just ride out the storm here than go back to Jersey. Well, no, same. So, what I'm trying to plan is I'm trying to plan the peak in South Carolina and the decline in New Jersey. Yeah. To see if I can just drive straight through Virginia and North Carolina and just <laughs> kind of skip skip the hot spot. Oh, is there a hot spot? Where's the hot spot at down there? Well, it's not, it's not there yet, but, like, 
You know how right now it's in like New York, North Jersey, and yeah, it's kind yeah, of moving yeah. its way down and spreading. Yeah. I'm trying to wait till it's on the decline in like New Jersey before. New Jersey's I... not bad. If you like the South End, like my parents said in uh, in Ocean City, that there's zero cases. I think there's total seven in Cape May County, but like there was dude, one in Seattle and they beat it. Like there, it's already out. <laughs> what's that? What's that tell you about Seattle, dude? The grit and determination, baby. Um, it tells you that. We're already so fucked up that, like, it, this thing doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the North Jersey's getting smoked right now. NYC, North Jersey. Dude, even LA's getting hammered, but, like, like I said, no one gives a shit. They're just doing what they want to do. What I love about this podcast is that it's going to have such a different dynamic when I go back home. Like all my, Like, all my roommates at school talk one way. And then everyone from CL talks a different way. Dude, I get that all the time out here. Like, so I'm interacting with people all the time at work. And I always get this, like, they're like, you're not from here, are you? I was like, what? Like, how do you know? Like, you have an accent. Where are you from? Somebody came up to me one day. When I was talking to them, and they didn't say anything else besides, are you from Philly? I was like, New Jersey. You're so close enough. So how, how the hell did you know? Like, I can hear it. Like, do we have accents? I, I, I never thought that we had accents. I never, like, I can never tell. I can never hear it. Nobody's Dude, ever called me out. It's, it's really weird. I get, I get, I get called out for being East Coast. I don't know how they pick that up. But I get a lot of. Are you from Australia or New Zealand? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? No. The only time I get called out on it is when I start getting uh, a little tipsy, and uh, <laughs> it it does come out a little bit more. <laughs> Well, other than that, nobody can tell that, like, I'm from anywhere. Like, they don't even know. They're like, oh, this is a normal dude. Like, he just, yeah, he's normal. Yeah. He's just, I, don't, I, don't know the, I don't know the Californian accent, but I don't think I have it. It's a damn shame. But then I also get people thinking I'm from here, so, like, it's, it's really weird. It's weird. Definitely don't have it. You gotta venture out here, man. You gotta venture out to California. This magical land of SoCal, dude. It's, it's, it's unreal. So, I figured after... So I figure I'm going to have my first job for about two years. I'm going to save up some money, and then I'm going to just... That's what I did, dude. I worked. I did I did all these working hours, all these days, man. I said, I have this much money in my bank account. I'm starting a new life. Fuck it. Figuring it out. Not even starting a new life because I do like Philadelphia a lot, but I'm just going to, like, after two years of working a real job, I'm going to start saving up money, and then I'm going to take a year off and just, boom, I'm going to be in my little shitty-ass car. And just drive yeah. around the country. Dude, I don't know. New Jersey is really cool and all. And growing up in, like, Ocean City, like, it's sick. But, like, dude, the coldest it's been here was, like, 55 degrees and sunny. I can't yeah, – I, I love it here, man. It's awesome. I'm um, sure. That's what, that's what my mom was scared about with me going to a city and a state. She goes, you will never come home. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I think that's why I think that's why she wanted me to come visit here uh, my senior year of high school with Sean Mack and uh, Derms. And yeah, yeah, Sean Mack is going to be out in San Diego soon, so hopefully that can happen. And so is Doyle. They're both planning some shit to come out to San Diego. Well, Sean Mack was supposed to, but I don't know if he is anymore. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Dude, so. that'd be sick if we had the whole Seattle gang come out here and we all just do seasonal uh, beach patrol with uh, uh, San Diego. I mean, I'm I down. I can learn how to swim for that. Insider information. All you got to do is pass a 500 under 10, and you're kind of in. Insider information. Yeah. 
I went down when I my one friend Mick. He lives with a, a San Diego guard, and I was talking to him about it. And the only reason why I didn't do it this summer was because uh, I have a lease here in LA. There's no point to go down to San Diego and have a lease in LA. So I said, next summer I'll do it. And he goes, dude, if you just pass the 500, like you're going to be fine. What? But he said, on the other hand, like that's just for seasonal though. To make a full time job, it's so hard. It's so hard. You got the boats? I love the boats. I would love to surf the boat in some. Pacific Ocean water. Do they have rowboats? They don't have rowboats. Ah. I, I don't believe, I don't think they have rowboats out there. I, they have like the high-end motorized boat. See, those like things the, are so impractical, but I do love surfing them. I, I love towing those things. Yeah, you can't surf in them anymore, man. Brandy gets mad. What? Actually, no, you can't. No, wait. Oh, you had to like, you had to turn the boat around and surf in the other way. That's right. I forgot. No, I still suffered in. Last year, I didn't get yelled at once. I remember we got yelled at because I, I told Roman, like, we're just going to send it in. And then, like, we had to, like, I don't know. We had to, like, stern it or some shit and then bring it in. I, I totally forget. But, nah, uh, fuck that. I'll, I'll just till. I'll better at tilling than the opposite of tilling. What is it called? Sterning it in? Sterning, I think, stern, yeah, sterning it, like, backing it in. Like, I don't know. Nah, I don't know, I don't know how to do that shit. We go one speed and one speed only, and that's fast. <laughs> Cut the brakes. No gas. Or all gas, no brakes. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> all systems go, baby. Love to hear it. Yeah. All Damn, right. Dude. Well, Trevor, is there anything else that you would like to say to these listeners? Jump wild, dude. Stay stoked in this dire time of need. Uh, just keep getting after it. Don't stay inside. I mean, stay inside, but keep your distance. But don't forget to exercise and practice some mental health and physical health as well. This has has definitely been the most controlled interview just because we're not all fucking hammered. (laughs) Which is kind of nice to, like, have control of the podcast for once. But, uh, Trevor, I'd like to thank you for coming out. Dude, I would like to thank you for having me, and hopefully next time we do this, I'm in a in a, a firefighting outfit. Like, I got my fucking uniform on, we can do it that way. Yeah. Talk about that experience as well. Oh, like absolutely. Like I said, I just, start, I just start the whole process with it, baby. It's a, it's a long road ahead of me. Hey, I don't, th- I don't think this is going to be the last time we're talking on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll stay up. We'll, we'll stay posted. We'll stay posted. All right, yeah. <laughs> I better be seeing you get an after this summer, though. I got to... I gotta drop the bomb and say I'm not coming back, but I want to see you getting after it. Singles Railroad, third zone. Keep it, keep the vibe alive. All right. Well, peace out. Jibwile. Jibwile, baby. Yeah, we're going. Stay safe. I don't know how to end end this thing. All right. I hope you guys all enjoyed that, and uh, I'll be back on Thursday. Yeah.